Hello, and welcome to the Boston University Center on Forced Displacement podcast, a podcast providing resources and knowledge around the field of forced displacement, a field that is approachable from any area of study. All right, great. So as you may or may not know, the Center on Forced Displacement hosts a border studies program open to all BU grad and undergrad. And I was actually lucky enough to take this trip last year with seriously some of the most amazing students and staff. And today I'm really excited to sit down with some of them and chat a little bit about the Border Studies program and about our experience traveling together over our spring break to the southern border in Texas. So I'm so excited to welcome Baden Wright, a communications specialist with the CFD, Roshni Sadarsan, computer and political science major, and Isabella Castillo, a sociology and political science major as well. Um, yeah, so welcome to the podcast today. Hi. Thank you for having us. So, yeah, I don't know about you guys, but when I was like hanging with friends last spring and like people would be like, oh, you know, like, where are you going for spring break? And I was like, ah, oh, you know, like, I'm, I'm going to the border <laughs> in Texas. I don't know. I just remember getting like some pretty weird looks. I don't know if you guys had that experience as well. I mean, for me, I've been with CFD. I've been working since my sophomore year of college. So um, when I brought it up, it was pretty on brand for people who knew me. Yeah, for me, I, I mean, people were just like, at least my parents were just wondering if I'm going to be safe, if I'm going to be at the border and everything's going to be fine. But when I got there, like, it was so chill. Yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of mixed reactions. Same with my parents asking, like, be careful, don't go anywhere crazy, you know, make sure you're with the group all the time. Um, or if it was just like someone in class who was asking me, um, what are you doing for spring break? And I'd be like, I'm going to the border. It was like, mm, oh. <laughs> and okay. yeah, so a lot of interesting um, reactions, I'd say. Yeah. So, I mean, it really wasn't like a traditional spring break in my mm -hmm. opinion, but I really have to say it was like one of absolutely the most like incredible spring breaks and even experiences I've had. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to kind of get into it a little bit more um, on the podcast today. So, Baden, you actually helped to build a lot of like that curriculum to prepare students for the trip. And you also came with us. Um, could you explain a little more about like what exactly we are talking about today when we say the Border Studies program. Yeah, so the Border Studies program started as a way to try to involve students from different academic backgrounds in the context of forced displacement um, because it's a really important topic and it's one that we all care about. I mean, sitting on this podcast, if you're listening, you probably care about it as well. Um, and at CFD, we believe it's really important to involve as many different perspectives um, academically and related to personal background in um, addressing this topic, addressing this context. So what the Border Studies program is, is essentially um, an experiential learning opportunity where after, you know, taking a few preparatory classes before, we travel to the border, we learn from volunteers and from activists and from professionals that all do work surrounding um, forced displacement, surrounding the situation at the border. Um, and it provides a 
different opportunity than just learning about it in the classroom or reading articles or watching videos. Yeah. I mean, honestly, even coming on this podcast today, it kind of feels like there is absolutely no way to even begin to encapsulate what this experience was for me. I know all of us, we had like a collective experience. We also had individual experiences, which are like affecting us now. Um, But I feel like one of the best aspects for me of the trip was like how much it felt like you were talking kind of like about this experiential aspect of it, of how like us as students, we came in, we met the staff, and it was like all of a sudden we're all in this kind of thing together. Like we're learning about it beforehand, but then all of us are coming in and we're just kind of not really knowing what to expect and kind of taking this journey of confusion and frustration and like wonderful experiences that, you know, I don't know if you guys kind of felt that same way that I did when we ended up actually going down to the border. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think, I don't know, one of the most, I guess, influential shifts I felt was we had been in class together for a large portion of the semester and we hadn't really, I don't know, had a lot of conversations with each other and then we were in the airport and then all of a sudden it was all of us from you know different disciplines and different concentrations and we all were there um and I feel like we all had a really good mindset so I don't know there was just there was this kind of immediate environment of like learning and this desire to um, grow with each other and help each other and it was really special and yeah I think very difficult to describe um and to put into words, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, learning about something and being in that space is so, like, widely different because no matter how many articles and, and things you read online, nothing can compare to, like, being in that space where you see it all happening and just being in a space where there's so much trauma and and, and heartbreak. It's, like, it's hard not to get so emotional and, and, and feel so attached to the issue and carry it with you forever yeah and I think that's one of the parts that for me was really impactful was the fact that we were in this group together and after we would go on our excursion for the day we would come back to the Airbnb where we were staying and you know kind of um reflect on the day and we would get emotional together and we would process together and share our own perspectives on what we had seen and what we had learned and I feel like a lot of the learning that I did that week was from my peers in the program um and a lot of the emotional processing I did was also with my peers from the program and so that was a really important part for me yeah I feel like it ended up being more than like when I was taking the class Honestly, I I didn't even really learn any of your names, like, and when I came to the airport, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't actually know anyone here. So when I was taking the class, it was like, we were learning. We were learning about what we were going into. I felt more prepared, but I didn't really realize that the Border Studies program feels more like, like a full experience. That was not something that I was expecting at all, was like that full experience of not only like, you know, learning about what's happening at the border and then going to kind of experience and interact with those stakeholders, but also like deeply having a group and like staff to process all of that with was really unexpected. And like, I don't know, all you guys know, we just texted in the group chat today, Roshni like ran into um, Desi, another one of the participants on the train, like the tea, and we all got so excited. Like we're still connected now, which is really, really awesome. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, we invite each other to birthday parties and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We, we still hang out to this day. And I mean, we're recording this in September. So it's been however many months that is since March when we went on the trip. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love if I could hear some of your guys like takeaways or like any like big like moments or takeaways that you remember from the trip that like, you know, you'll take with you as you continue. Um, I think for me, when I like the biggest part was at the end of the entire trip, just like um, being in that space where we were talking about the whole the whole thing and also knowing that we saw some a family that was separated, but then uh, by the end of our trip, like the staff got together and helped them find each other again. And talking about that and, and, and seeing it happen in real life was super, super emotional and also like crying with you guys and just like uh, talking about it felt like even better because you didn't have to face and see everything by yourself. You had a whole group to to learn and, and educate yourself and also um, process everything together. Yeah. Yeah, I was um, gonna bring up that moment with the separated family as well because that was also very impactful for me. Um, and I mean, if I could give a bit of background on this family, we, um, our staff met them at um, one of the respite centers that we um, volunteered at early in the week of the trip. And the oldest daughter of this family had been detained because she had a learning disability. She um, did not have the mental age of I think she was 22 or something like that. Um, so she was being treated as an adult where she still needed um, the, the care of her family. And they got separated at the border. And I remember feeling this is so wildly unfair and inhumane. And, you know, just hearing about this w was really painful for me. And we were lucky that some of the staff we were working with are incredibly caring, incredibly empathetic, but also incredibly connected to a lot of these networks down in Texas that do really, really good work. And on the last day of the trip, when we were having a group, you know, celebration, um, we got the news that they had, you know, reconnected. And throughout the week, I personally had had trouble um, crying. Um, I think it was just kind of like I was processing so much and my body just physically was not letting me have that release, which is strange. But I remember when hearing that they got connected, like everything I had mm -hmm. felt throughout the entire week just came flooding out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, I mean, it connects to kind of both of your points. I, I think I was really struck um, at the end of the trip by the power and the force that um, kind of everyone working together which kind of sounds cheesy, but the, the impact that like unity and like interconnectivity can have on a problem. And I think one of the biggest takeaways for me was, you know, maybe we all on, who went on the trip won't go directly into work um, in their, later in their lives directly on this issue, but even existing as a person with the knowledge that they had on the trip um, and just to have that in their brains as they go throughout life, I think the more that we can educate um, and the more that we can find some way to connect people um, so that the problem doesn't seem so, I don't know, like so that we're not to, so detached from the mm -hmm. issue. Um, and then, yeah, like Baden said, I think 
the power of so many people talking to each other and working with each other um, and having the connections that they brought in from their respective fields and channeling all of that um, into solving the issue really just, I don't know, look the bird's eye view of looking at it um, really struck me. Yeah, that was also like a big takeaway for me in the trip in the sense that like we spent a lot of time, we hosted a conference down um, at the University of Texas Rio Grande Valley. And before then we were like, you know, at BU learning a lot about like the context in which we were going to be going into like politically and, you know, where we were going. And then to kind of like put that in the context of a family and realize like we've been looking at numbers for so long of how many families are experiencing, you know, extreme hardship down at the border and then like interacting and working and utilizing like all of our connections with one family. It was both so beautiful and so wonderful to be able to have had that impact on one family, but also kind of gain the larger realization of like, this was one family, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, was a really big takeaway for me on the trip. Yeah. It's just sad that like, just all these issues are such a contentious topic. And it feels like there's a debate on it. There, there is a debate on it when there shouldn't be. There should be putting the humanity of the people involved first and then looking at, at, at it from like a different lens. It's like, and if you're in that space, only then you're able to like understand it's a humanity issue. But if you're so detached from it and if you're so just looking at it from numbers, then that 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 makes you feel sort of like you, not you don't need to care. Yeah. yeah, I mean, participating in the border studies program and talking to these people, it forces you to really address and come face to face with what's happening. And, you know, you can't hide from the fact that this is impacting so many people. Um, and I mean, it's really hard to understand one another and to understand the human experience without having conversations like those. Yeah. And I think something that really struck me about like, you know, we prepped for the trip, we went on the trip, we came home from the trip and then that wasn't it, you know, like we're all still here. We're still talking. Um, Baden, you and I are working now, like both at the center, which is great. I love that. Love the center. Um, and Roshni, I know that you mm -hmm. are also continuing. I don't know so much about what mm -hmm. you're doing, but I'd love if you could give us a little blurb. Yeah, of course. Well, um, Zuna, one of the girls on the trip, she's amazing. A shout out to Zuna. Baden's giving a little, a little heart <laughs> hands behind her. <laughs> Uh, Soon we love you. <laughs> she introduced me to uh, an organization that she worked with called Al Otro Lado. Uh, and what they do is they provide legal and humanitarian help to migrants uh, at the Tijuana border or uh, uh, in California. And I actually went there this summer and helped out with an immigration clinic and helping them set up so that they can have know your rights sessions and also getting to talk to all the other attorneys there. Uh, that was a really great experience. I also helped migrants that were uh, recently uh, coming into the US and uh, in need of any treatment or shelters. And uh, that was just like even more eye-opening to me. Like, I, And I'm very grateful that uh, that Zuna showed me this organization because it was just like 
it really kept my compassion and kept me like understanding why I why I love this topic or why I want to pursue it. And now I'm currently working on a senior thesis on uh, queer migration and how humanitarian organizations possibly uh, exclude queer my queer and trans migrants when they're considering who to help uh, uh, while they're helping out. And that level of exclusion, how does it impact queer and trans migrants and what makes uh, this subgroup different than uh, those that are cis and heterosexual. And uh, yeah, that's, that's what I'm pursuing this year. Yeah, That's so exciting. Congrats, so Roshni. Cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is an awesome, awesome connection. I know. I was very grateful for also like Dr. Preston for uh, directing me to another professor, Professor Sandra McAvoy. Uh, they're helping me so much with just this topic and, and uh, also research and what it means to be a researcher and also like how to always give agency to the people that you are uh, learning about and making sure that you remain true to uh true to your morals while being a, a privileged student in this space and yeah I, i'm just very grateful for everyone on that trip they're, they're they get you really far yeah yeah um and another thing that kind of happened for more of like us as a collective after the trip i don't know honestly thinking back about that time feels mm-hmm. a little bit like a fever dream when mm-hmm. we were kind of in like the heat of it but if you want to like explain a little bit more about like what happened when we came back um and what we've started to create together since then. Sure. So we came back um, and began work on a program um, that was based a lot in what we had learned in Texas um, and some of the issues that we had seen and also the most valuable parts of the trip that we took away for ourselves and how we could kind of help develop that for other people. Um, and we began work on Intercambio, um, as titled by Chandra, great name. Thank you, thank you. Um, and essentially, that was a platform, uh, in its essence, Intercambio is a platform that connects um, students with migrants um, who are kind of with the same age bracket um, so that they can help increase the connectivity because we felt that one of the greatest takeaways from the trip was that we're not so different when we're all talking to each other and the detachment from the issue is a large reason why there's a lot of, I guess, apathy surrounding the issue. Um, So if we take away some of that apathy and we can bring the humanity back into it, um, it's a better way to get people to care about the issue and work towards um, a more permanent resolution. Yeah, so it was kind of crazy. I don't know if the timing was just crazy. We came back and then all of a sudden, like in our group chat, everyone's like, there's a BU refugee challenge with the Build Lab, $10,000. And we were like, oh my gosh. So we all like put our heads together really quickly and came up with pretty much a a startup idea within Mm -hmm. like two weeks. We had it like pitched and ready to go. I have never experienced teamwork like that in my life. Um, And we got second place, which is incredible for the little amount of time we had. Um, I was really blown away. We were in the semifinals, which means we now have $500 to put toward our um, program, which will be, we're still, we're still working on it and we're still getting funding. Um, 
So yeah, like I like I said, it felt like a fever dream because we did it so fast. But having those connections of all of you guys um, post trip was just like, wow, okay, we're coming together. We're figuring this out. Um, and we're not like the trip doesn't end our work and our passion now is just kind of growing stronger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. And it was just another example of we all had different disciplines. We all had different like some people knew more about the legal side of things. Some people were great at like web design and making something that was good for us to present um, and to have some graphics that we could show people. Some people were better speakers and they helped write the pitch ideas. And I feel like everyone just had something that they pitched in um, to create something that we're all really proud of. And second is crazy. It was literally two weeks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Two weeks. <laughs> and this was second out of, I want to say 40 groups that pitched. I think it was around 40 groups. So. Yeah, 40 to 50. Um, it was really amazing. And I think what was even more amazing than what we produced was, at least for me, seeing, wow. Like, I mean, I knew that these friends that I've made were very passionate people. They went, they spent their spring break on this trip with me. And I saw that firsthand, but seeing that passion continue and seeing, you know, the outcome of what was literally a passion project was, was really amazing. And it's, it's cool to see your peers be as excited as you are about, you know, really working to try to make a difference. Yeah. So I think, I think like, honestly, if, this trip itself the idea of it is uh there is a power dynamic in itself where we are coming into a space and we are people that uh come uh, some of us come from privilege and 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 we are entering a space and that's like hard to grapple but i feel like our intentions our heart and um just even like who we are was necessary and honestly conducive to making the environment that we created and making it something that's healthy, uh, educational, uh, empathetic, and ultimately just like experiential and in a way that like we're, we're, we never have anything that we're trying to like hurt or 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 take over and make making sure that we're just in in a, in a space where we're acknowledging our privilege and just being compassionate and carrying that passion throughout. Yeah, I think what it really comes down to or comes back to is really prioritizing the dignity. Mm -hmm. uh, the dignity has been a big word for me lately um, when it comes to these kinds of contexts. So especially when you're in the spaces um, with people who had crossed the border, um, dignity felt really important, but also just, you know, human connection um, at the core and forming connections with people who'd cross the border as we would form connections with people we met in class or people that we worked with. Um, and I remember um, something that one of our professors, one of our staff members had said, Dr. Luz Lopez, um, who was just a ray of sunshine. Her, her name was very true to I know, her. I saying her name and everyone just goes, ah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, literally smiles on every face in this room right now. Um, but she had said at some point throughout the week was that human connection is what heals us. And I think that was a major takeaway of the week as well. Great. Well, it's not only been so awesome to like 
record this podcast with y'all but honestly just to see you all I know like we're all like we had that like really wonderful week together and then we had the classes afterwards but now we're all kind of dispersed doing our own live things a lot of us um have graduated which is exciting but also sad because now I don't get to run into as many people um but yeah thank you all so much for coming on the podcast today um and for anyone who's listening right now you all can read more about our Border Studies program on the CFD website, um, which will be linked in the description. But yeah, thank you again, everyone, for coming. Thanks. Thanks thank for you for having us. us. For more information on the new ideas, technologies, scholarship, awareness, and solution identification happening at Boston University's Center on Forced Displacement, go check out the website, www bu.edu slash cfd slash, which will also be linked in the description. This podcast is produced by Boston University's Center on Forced Displacement in collaboration with all members of the team.